Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Average Brown Girls podcast. I'm your host, Rashane. And I'm your host, Andreas. And today is August 8th, 2022, and it's a brand new Monday. Andreas, what's happening? Not much, you know, adjusting to the new place, living it up, um, finally getting a little bit of a break from doing things over the weekend. You know, sometimes you just go out very while. Uh, but now it's just time to relax for a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, this is technically my last week of official week of my practicum, even though I still work until December for uh, the project that I'm involved in. But yeah, as of this Friday, I will be technically practicum free. So there's that. How about you, Rashang? What's up with you? Nothing much like we've done for the last couple of episodes. We're doing, you know, travel back to the future or back to the past, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> a little bit of everything. So not much going on right now except for my trip. Hopefully more to come on that next episode. Lovely. We can't wait to hear all about it. Absolutely. So, Andres, what did you learn this past week? Oh, uh, so this past week, uh, something cute that I really learned because I learned it in school. I know I promise I wouldn't say things that had to do with still cool, but this one was pretty cool. Um, so it had to do with statistics, and it's all about uh, uh, this different way of doing statistics. So what I learned is like a very simple method to explain Bayesian statistics, which... Uh, it's kind of like, it's another way of kind of like doing hypothesis testing and probabilities and all of that. Uh, so not to bore anyone, the basic idea of Bayesian is that it takes into consideration uh, somewhat of uh, the information that it's known already. So if there's really well-documented studies and everything, uh, you can input that information into your probabilistic model. Um, but that's about it. But there was like this, like, it looks like a kid's book explaining such a complicated concept. And I really enjoyed it. So might actually, as part of my learning, go and get it. I have to find it. That's my next goal. How about you, Shang? What did you learn this week? So this week, you know, it's been the weather um, when we recorded this previously, obviously, has been pretty wild all over the place in Ottawa. So I was actually doing some research on weather fronts and that I learned, you know, I'm pretty sure lots of meteorologists or weather fanatics already know this, but a weather front is a transition zone between two different air masses at the surface of the earth. Um, obviously, you know, when, so each air mass has different um, temperatures and characteristics and often, obviously when they collide, they, you know, most of the time it becomes turbulent and, you know, it can cause lots of clouds and those big storm clouds that you see mm-hmm. but sometimes all those fronts just change temperature right so like i'm sure I, people with more knowledge than me out there probably can explain a lot more efficiently and better than me why you know the summer hasn't so hot and I, of course climate change is probably one of the main reasons also of course yeah but even besides that i was just reading off fronts and especially when you're flying around you know you see clouds and lots of turbulence and sometimes like you know i remember a couple maybe last year i think when i was flying to saskatchewan and you know for the most part it was clear but once i think i went past manitoba there was just this massive massive 
um, cloud. And not just like cloud cloud, like a big chunk of cloud, like a big, it looked like a big blanket that was just covering like Western Canada. And we just got closer and closer. And, you know, obviously once we landed, it was all cloudy, but it was pretty cool to see. And I think weather is something that you don't really think about too much except for small talk with your friends. But other than that, pretty cool to learn about that. That's pretty awesome. That will also explain what pretty bad fog in Manitoba for everyone who ever wants to drive through there. <laughs> pretty bad fog. <laughs> All right, Rishang. So what are we talking about this week? So today, you know, one thing, um, obviously, one we all use social media quite a lot. And, you know, that's we've talked about social media in the past. But one thing that has been sticking out to me a lot these days is just the idea of success. Um, like, you know, we always compare ourselves to other people and our friends and families, relatives, whoever it may be. And, you know, we usually see other people doing great in life. And then you look at your own life, you're like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we, we might not be successful, successful in the sense that, you know, we're not winning awards out there. We're not, you know, becoming famous or anything or rich. But we obviously we have success in our own ways. And I guess I just wanted to touch upon like success, what it means to you, like, you know, and how you can almost like avoid being in that state of mind where you're always comparing yourself to other people. All right, Brishang. So uh, for you, what is success? Like if you were to shortly define it. That's very tough because, you know, for success for myself is being successful in my career, my personal life you know, my hobbies and all that. But when you look at the broader definition of success, like I'll read you the definition right now, you know, so the definition of success according to the Oxford um, Dictionary is accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So, you know, when you look at that, you think, okay, what am I aiming in life? Well, first of all, my aim was to finish school, which I did. And then my aim after that came finding a job, did that. So now I think, now it's we're we're at the point in our lives, especially when you start, you know, when you finish school, all that part is done. You're in that life where you start doing your career things, your personal things, and for me, I think that's where I kind of lack in my personal success because it's like, yeah, I finished school, but I mean, a lot of people finish schools, you know, um, work. Yeah, a lot of people work, but personally, I don't know if I've found success personally yet. Mm -hmm. How about you, Andres? I think for me. I don't know. The definition of success has changed throughout the years. You know, uh, the more you live, the more kind of like that definition changes. But I will say, yeah, like for me, it would just be having a sense of accomplishment, depending in whichever area you're looking at. So I couldn't, I wouldn't say I would define success in one thing for life itself. I think success, like for me, in its definition, it's very dependent on what you're looking at but overall it will be yeah like the accomplishment uh the accomplishment of a goal that you set up for yourself exactly and i think that's one you know i was talking to my friend a couple of weeks ago and like i think that really hits you harder once you finish school and start working because you're not really working towards much in the sense that you know when you're in school you're so focused on school you have a social life you have that school life you have so much going on you're always busy, busy, busy. But once you finish that, you're working in that work life, it's kind of hard to get used to, well, I have to come up with my old goals, right? My goals aren't set for me. Like 
in school, your goals are pretty much set because you're not trying to fail. You're trying to find a job and all that. But once you finish all that, you're, still, you're in the working life. You have to try to find out what you want to do in life in a professional setting, in a personal setting, or any other setting that you see fit. And I think for me, that's been the most challenging part because I'm like, well, I'm working, but now what? Am I really going to work for the next 40, 50, 60 years? Well, I don't want to, but I think that's also where I get stuck because it's like, well, I don't like this. I don't like this. I like this, but I don't know what I can do with it. And then I also get caught up in the trap of, you know, like I'm sure you're going through the same thing, but when you go on Instagram, you scroll, 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 you see other people doing so much and not just in the traveling sets, but even in success, like, you know, so even recently I saw a couple of people on my Instagram and Facebook that, you know, that had gone viral on TikTok. And, you know, that's a conversation for another episode, obviously, but TikTok has been a big, big, huge lift for so many people during, since the pandemic, right? A lot mm -hmm. of people are getting views, whether it's their music, their cooking, you know, their acting skills, whatever it is. And then, you know, I saw someone from my high school that did makeup for like one of Drake's music video. And then I saw another person, you know, who was so famous on TikTok because um, of her food that she came out with a cookbook. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty interesting to see like so many people doing, I don't know, maybe it's not what they like, but I'm sure it is what they like because that's what they're pursuing, obviously. If they didn't like it, I don't think they would be doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so seeing people successful in so many ways, and then you see yourself and it's like, well, what am I doing with my life? I can agree with that. It's just, I don't know, just a lot. <laughs> exactly. And I think success, like you said, I think you kind of hit the you know nail on the head when you said it's, well, there's different varying degrees of success. And I absolutely agree because, yeah, you have the larger life goal, right? Obviously, a lot of people, not everyone, but most of the people in the world want to find a partner, want to have kids, you know, want to travel the world. And you have those kind of life goals. But then I think even day to day, having success in your mini goals or mini aims that you have day to day, week to week, month to month, I think that's where you got to start counting the wins. Because, you know, if you get down in the dumps and start comparing yourself to other people's massive success, it's almost going to wear you down. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like a lot. Now the definition of success has changed is because at the end of it, it's not like your own personal definition of success. Or if you had what now that definition is being transformed based on kind of like what you're seeing out there. Before it could just be influenced kind of like by your friend group, family, and all of that. But now it's influenced by people that sometimes don't you don't even know. They don't have a say. You don't haven't met them. You have no relationship to that. But in a way, they're now defining what your success means. And that's kind of I think where it gets a little bit tricky to truly define what success is based on now that there's comparison even different at different like at the different levels of society which makes it more difficult exactly and i think it's also i'm sure you've gone through the same thing but as an immigrant you know growing up we like you know we as in like me my brothers my cousins we were always compared to other people right so oh this person's doing this this person's doing this and it's that comparison that just wears you down over time. And I don't blame my parents for that either, because obviously that's a world that they grew up in, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's just how people are. Like you're always comparing yourself to others. And even when you don't do it yourself, it's other people doing it, right? So like an example, like back in when I was in 
uh, middle school and high school, I knew a couple of people that, you know, that were heading to the Olympic trials for swimming or had so many like medals for chess or math team things and debate. And it's like, you know, after a while, it just wears you down because it's like, wait, I, I don't have any of that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And like, yeah, you're comparing yourself with, uh, with other people. But I think on like on that one, it's just like, you know, in a certain way, you like it's within the circle that you're living with but i think now what happening is like people that you know what like maybe what some people per, like the other thing with success is like whatever some other people perceive as success success the person actually doing those things might not see it as success and actually be like ah it's whatever or it's just like they just see it like no actually it's not that yeah and that reminds me of this meme that i saw i'm sure you've seen it too but it's like you know a, a person walking along the side of the road and he sees someone in a bike and wishes hey i wish i had a bike and then the person on the bike sees a person in a motorcycle and says hey i wish i had a motorcycle and it goes on until you know the guy in the motorcycle wishes for a car the guy in the car wishes for a better car the guy in the better car wishes for like a private gen and all that so obviously it's one of those things where you're always trying to better yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, and I think that's kind of like, I think there's like that difference into what societal success is compared to what personal success means. Absolutely, and I think that's that's also where we get caught up in all this like social media and stuff um, because we always like, you know, we mentioned this on the social media episode a couple months ago when we said, Social media, it literally is trying to capture the picture-perfect moment, right? Your your best highlights of your life. And obviously, mm -hmm. not everyone puts their lowlights in there, so you don't see people, you know, struggling to get that massive success. Because with every success, there's so many failures, you know, there's so many literally blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And I think that's where we get caught up, because it's like, yeah, I it's understandable. But then again, at the same time, it... I guess, like, how do you try to balance, you know, looking at your own success and then comparing with other people? Like, where do you draw the line? Yeah, I think it's just a hard one, you know, it's just, it just requires a lot to know where you're going to draw a personal line in a societal thing. Um, because there's always going to be pressure to be a certain way. There's always going to be pressure to do things one way or another and people looking up to you and yeah and I mean there's different I think with success it also like even when it comes to um when it comes to your personal success a lot of it really depends on um on what will be going on in your personal life and the groups that you form part of so like we mentioned like for us as immigrants being immigrant is really um it's also a lot, you know? Absolutely. I guess, you know, personally speaking, like, how do you find success in your day-to-day -day life? Um, if I make it out of bed, that's successful. <laughs> <laughs> At a reasonable time. I'll, I'll always get out of bed, except for like when I'm super lazy. Uh, well, actually, I will actually get out of bed every day because I have to take Sherlock on walks, but at a reasonable time. If I get out of bed at a reasonable time, and if I'm not rushing in the morning, I would say my dad might be successful, you know? Yeah, I think exactly. Like like I said earlier, you know, you have to find success like day to day, um, 
you know, week to week, whatever it is. Like, even if you, I feel one of the best advice that I've gotten from uh, my friend back when we were about to finish school was, you know, early, even early in the episode, I said, oh, finish school, that's whatever. But in the big picture, you know, graduating university is actually quite the accomplishment because, yes, a lot of people go through it, but a lot of people don't have the chance to do that, right? There's, I think with all of this success talk, I think one of the things that we have to always talk about is counting your blessings and how blessed we are to, like you said, even getting up in the morning or, you know, having such a great life to be able to go to work because there's so many people out there that have it far worse than out there. And I think for me personally, I think that's where we, that's where I try to, I guess, measure my success because it's like, well, yeah, I'm, these things I'm not doing too well, but these other things I'm doing pretty well, you know, like for instance, take travel for one, right? Like obviously compared to others, I haven't traveled as much compared to other people. I have traveled more than them. So in the end, I think in life, a lot of things like personally, anyway, I really do feel average. And I think that's the whole point of this podcast is because there's so many things in life. I'm like, wait, I feel so good about this. But then I realized there's so many people better than me than, than that. But then again, there's also people worse than me out there for this same thing. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's all about perspective and kind of like in which perspective you're putting yourself uh, and yourself with. And I think that's the hardest part of defining success is which perspective are you going to take? You're going to take on defining it and seeing if you have actually been successful or not outside of your personal. Because, I mean, when you're personally defining success is like really to what you believe in, in a way, at least from like for myself. But when you're trying to define success to others, it's really which perspective you want to look into from that will really help you establish that definition, uh, either for yourself or like for society in general. And, you know, everyone has their own definition of success, but I do believe there are sometimes people that have certain definitions that I'm just like, "Um, I don't know about that, but sure, let's go with it. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, like you said, people have different definitions for success. For some people, it's accumulating as much as wealth as they can. For others, it's accumulating as much friends as they can. But I think at the end of the day, it's really up to you to define how you define success. So whether it's you hitting those goals, say, you know, Saurav was on last week and he said, oh, my goal for the summer is to lose weight. Well, if you work towards that and you hit it, then yeah, you can, you definitely should celebrate. And talking about celebration, I think that's another thing that we need to also touch upon is, you know, when you are successful, whether it's even small, small things or big things, you should celebrate because life is way too short to not celebrate your achievements, whether it's small or big. Yeah, you got to treat yourself whenever, like when that sense of accomplishment happens, you know, because in a certain way, you're rewarding yourself and whether we like it or not, we're still like living creatures and our brain um, still operates like that. So we, in a certain way, we have to apply psychology to reward ourselves. So if you accomplish something and you reward yourself, it is more likely that next time you will be willing to accomplish whatever you set up to because you know you can treat yourself afterwards and that feeling that you'll get afterwards. Exactly. And I think that just staying in touch with your emotions and just even realizing, you know, tempering your expectations sometimes. So like sometimes we set so many goals that we can't achieve and you won't be able to get that success. So maybe next time, you know, go a little bit lower. 
Yeah, managing your expectations. I think that's another thing about success. What are your expectations? Exactly. And, and you know, like I said earlier, once you finish school, it's kind of hard to come up with those goals and stuff. But I think it's really important to have those goals. And as hard as it is, and, I, you know, I shouldn't be the one to talk about this because right now my life is like, honestly, I'm just going with the flow. I don't know whether that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, well, I don't have really any goals because you know what I'm doing? I'm working in my career. I'm just like going with the flow, personal life. I'm really going with the flow. It's like I don't really have those set goals and wanting to do things, you know? It's like, well, I mean, that might be a lie because, yeah, my, one of my goals is travel. But, I mean, these days it seems like everyone's goal is to travel. <laughs> yeah. And so, like even on that is like there's so many goals within travel, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's like right now it does seem like it's I'm just wandering, you know, aimlessly. But even having said that, I think it's really good and important to set those goals because that's I, I think a lot of people fail to do that, after, especially especially young adults or like even, you know, adults, I guess we're in our mid 20s. So we can't say young adults anymore. We are but, young adults. I'm <laughs> in denial about it. Young at heart, of course. Yes. <laughs> but often we forget to set those goals. And I think that's what leads to all this, you know, mental health crisis. Because I know, so one of my personal friends, one of my close friends, you know, he complains all the time that he doesn't really do anything outside of work and, you know, scroll on Reddit or watch Netflix. Well, I think that's also leads to a lot of, you know, you have so much alone time with your own thoughts that you're going to question every decision that you make you're going to overthink a lot of things so you know if you have goals to say hey i'm going to work out these days of the week or i'm going to do yoga this day or this day i think having those really helps even your you know your mental health oh yes absolutely at the end of june when i was in toronto one of my friends one of my close friends that i met in toronto uh you know we talked for the whole time i was there i stayed with him but this one time we had a really you know, deep conversation. And I gave him so much like kudos because this guy, you know, he also moved from Saskatchewan to Toronto and he's mm -hmm. the definition of thriving and striving to be better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the way I saw him there, just do everything. He has goals for his personal life. He has per uh, goals for his professional life. And just, you know, he's putting himself out there, doing things constantly. And, you know, not everyone can do that. That's not a life everyone can do because you know a lot of people just need to do their own little things here and there but when i saw him it really motivated me to you know put myself out there do more things and just you know set those goals a little bit with more of an you know a aim not just doing things aimlessly yeah i mean the thing i think that's another thing with success is like the aim part you know because I me mean, sometimes you know there's flukes and like sometimes for some of us, like it had happened, like something happened and then it's like, oh, things worked out. Uh, either whatever, supernatural, whatever you want to think of it. But there are the end of the day flukes. I think with success, there has to be a name. There has to be that, like, how am I going to do this? And there's like a, like a process to success compared to like just things happening out of luck. Yeah, exactly. And, and a, a lot... A lot, like you said, there's a lot to do with luck, but there's also a lot to do with skills. And 
you know, obviously luck helps out a lot, but I feel like anything in life, it takes a lot of skills, not just personal skills, but like, you know, professional skills, whatever skills you have, you just got to refine that and work towards that. And sometimes, you know, you might, you might not feel successful at all. Because like I mentioned earlier, I saw you, know, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram and you see all these people that are way more successful than you, but then you haven't really seen the back behind the scenes there, right? You haven't seen the struggle that they've gone through. And maybe they were at a point where you were before and, you know, they saw something that kind of changed their mind and made them achieve that success. So maybe, you know, as cliche as it sounds, maybe success is right around the corner for you as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's like kind of like that iceberg image that you only see the top of the iceberg, but uh, sometimes there's more to to that iceberg uh, underneath that people don't acknowledge or people know there is, but people don't really see it. Um, but absolutely, there's a lot of work that goes into into sometimes portraying a certain image as well. That's why sometimes I wish, you know, that Instagram also made you post your lowlights. Obviously, that wouldn't be good for a lot of people's mental health <laughs> if people saw other people's low lights. But I think it would really put things into perspective because, like I said, social media, especially these days, like I think I was reading that for like you know the generation below us, especially, social media attributes a lot of people's unhappiness and you know discontent with life, and you know I see it even with like. My friends, it's like they're always constantly scrolling on Instagram, 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 Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. And they're always like, you know, comparing themselves to others. And I think as hard as it is and, you know, to do actually do, but easy to say, you know, sometimes you just you just got to delete Instagram. You just got to get off that and look towards yourself and say, make it make a list of all your successes, successes in life, such as a finishing school, getting a job finding someone that you like, having great friends, you know, even simple things like that. I think if you just do that once in a while, it'll make your small successes seem bigger and your bigger ones seem even more big. Exactly. It's knowing what you've been able to accomplish yourself within your own parameters, not anyone else's. Well said. Well said. <laughs> but yeah, I know some, it's easier said than done, but I mean, with social media, I think, a lot of people like to compare themselves to what they see on social media, but at the same time is remembering, and I think that's for everyone out there, remembering that Instagram and whatever people put on Instagram is just part of it. Um, you know, uh, there's more to a person that they, what they want, they put on Instagram. And I think that's something people also know, but they are like, oh, but what about this? Or what about that? But they just don't really, like, don't they don't really practice it. They don't really, like, actually understand it they're like oh yeah 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 i understand like not everyone shows their low moments in here but when they go into instagram they like to compare themselves and then they're like oh why is my life is it like that and it's like i like it doesn't make sense you know that it's not that they're trying to put a certain image but at the same time then you're comparing yourself so in the same way it's just something to it's more of a mindful activity to always remind yourself like this is not all part of the picture there's more to it but some people just don't like doing that. And then at some part, they just like playing sometimes the victim, you know, because that's also another reality when it comes to successes. People uh, kind of like blaming themselves or people um, people just playing the victim card. 
Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, maybe you are, um, you know, feeling that way. But like you, you, I think I agree with you when you said, you know, you can't always play the victim because, yeah, sometimes you can get away with it. But most of the time, things in your control, you should be able to change. You can't just say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy with this. I can't do anything about it and just leave it. If you're truly unhappy about something, change it if you can't. If you can't, then that's another conversation. But if there's something that you can change and you're unhappy with it, obviously do the first thing and try change. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. Like when there's something in your control, that's the thing. And that's the thing that when it comes to success, uh, trying to handle as much of the things you can control can actually help you be successful in some of the goals that you have set up out for yourself. It's part of knowing how to, could, like what can you control and how you can control it that will help you be successful. Yep, exactly, exactly. All right, Rishang, any final thoughts about success? Um, like, you know, most things in life, success is definitely relative. You know, your success is going to be different from someone else's, and their success is going to be something different than other people's. I mean, overall, you know, we all want to be rich and famous, like, but obviously that doesn't happen. There's a reason that, you know, they're the 1%, that it really takes a lot of, a lot of skills, a little bit of luck, obviously, but a lot of skills to get to the top. And if you, you know, if you see a path there, by all means, forge ahead and be on your way. But, you know, things beyond your control, I think, you know, just let it be. As hard as it is, don't compare yourself to others because, you know what, their success is different from yours. Yours is different from theirs. Exactly. Just you, everyone is on their own path. So that's, I think, the thing to remember about success. You are doing your own path. Exactly. So, Andreas, you know this. I think today's conversation was short, sweet, but I think very effective because, you know what, it gave me a lot of perspective on success, and I hope it did for you as well. Uh, always. I always learn something from these conversations. All right, Rishank. So as we wrap up this week's episode, what are you looking for for this week? So this week, um, obviously still in the middle of my trip. Hopefully... I come back and ready to work for a week and then go to Regina for my friend's wedding. So I will be back on the 15th or 14th, I guess. And then I have to pretty much come back to Ottawa for four or five days. And then I go fly off to Regina, uh, see my family, and then see my friend for his wedding the next week after that. So lots of things happening, no time to rest, I guess, but that's my <laughs> life right now. <laughs> okay. How about you, Andres? What are you looking forward to for this upcoming week? Uh, for this upcoming week, I'm just looking forward for some rest. Um, looking forward to get as much done as I can in my practicum, getting things tied up a little bit. Um, and yeah, just keep on exploring the new neighborhood. Um, I think keep on enjoying the Montreal summer. It's been good summer so far. So I'm just going to keep on enjoying it as much as I can. Um, and probably start working on my itinerary for my trip to Sask at the end of August. So it should be exciting. So like always, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or crybaby stuff, or you want to have a deep conversation with me or Andres or, you know, any of our other listeners, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, at the Two Average Brown Bros. You know, just talk to us. Maybe, even if you just want to rant to us, our ears are wide open. Uh, 
exactly but other than that thank you for tuning in to another episode um hopefully everyone is enjoying their summer uh having a lot of fun and you know just living it up but other than that we'll catch you up on the next episode of the two lovers rambles podcast bye see ya